If you can't find someone to share your secrets with, then finding freedom is going to be real difficult for you. Hey friends, this is Gabe Kolstad here with the midweek motivation episode of the Westside Podcast, and I'm joined today by Julia Jordan, who is a part of our church family as well as is a mentor for our Celebrate Recovery program and has been involved for a long time. Glad to have you with us, Julia. Glad to be here. (laughs) Awesome. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Really looking forward to digging into this. We're in a series in our church right now called Finding Freedom, and this this podcast is is really the follow-up of our weekend services and just kind of a deeper dive or a practical dive into it. So um, we're really uh, following up from a message from last Sunday that we heard from Pastor Stephen Rady on getting rid of your guilt, and it was it was really powerful. Uh, I was I was moved by it. We want to kind of dig into the subject of relief today, and uh, I want to talk to you about what's keeping you from getting relief. And I'm going to ask Julia to give us her insights along that line. But Thomas Huxley said this, a man's worst difficulties begin when he's able to do as he likes. And we've been wrestling through the kind of the implications of that statement. Like, yeah, when you have total freedom, it actually ends up being not real freedom and it gets you stuck in many ways. So in our service this past weekend, we talked about this, that, that in order to, to find that freedom to get rid of guilt, we have, we have to really get to this choice where we say, I'm going to openly examine my life, and then I'm going to confess my faults. First to God, no problem. <laughs> we know God is love. God is forgiveness. God is close. Uh, you know, those are things that the Bible teaches very clearly. But then secondly, confess those faults to another person that you trust. Ouch, that's that's really the hard part. Mm-hmm. And so I want to dig more into that in just a bit. But first, we're going to hear a little bit from Julia. And uh, I'd love to hear kind of a little about your spiritual journey. So do you mind sharing with us? Um, sure. Well, um, gosh, uh, I grew up in um, a broken home. Okay. Um, all kinds of chaos um, in my family life. Yeah, and, where where did you grow up? Um, well, I grew up mainly here in in the Portland area. Okay, uh, we moved almost every year. <laughs> okay, um, so I I was kind of like in different schools. Um, mm-hmm. We never seemed to move in the same school district. So okay, about every year, maybe every three years, we'd move, and so yeah, um, so pretty much been in. The Portland area for about 50 years. <laughs> okay. And, um, yeah. And kind of, um, now, so you're in a broken home. Mom and mm-hmm. dad were divorced. Mom and dad were divorced, had a stepdad, didn't okay. know that he was my stepdad until I was probably about seven. Okay. Um, and then found out, um, that he wasn't. So, um, and my real dad came kind of back into my life and um at that point and so brought up all kinds of kind of you chaotic know, I'm feelings sure. and stuff and um so yeah kind of a lot of secrets got revealed at that oh, wow. point in my life and mm-hmm. not only did it bring chaos but it also brought hope okay um in my life because there was a lot of, um, like I said, chaos and mm-hmm. um, physical and mental and sexual abuse, um, not just in family, you know, with family, but with, you know, uh, other people that I thought I could trust. So a lot of trust issues mm-hmm. and stuff like that um, mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. And so, um, 
yeah, it was really hard um, to like go through that. So yeah, um, so um, now now we know you're a follower of Jesus and been you know seems walking with Jesus for a long time. How did you first meet? God or what was your introduction to Christianity or spirituality? Well, um, with that being said, I don't know exactly when I accepted Christ. Um, I know it was when I was younger Okay, because all through my life, I know he's been there. Yeah. Um, and I, I always call them kind of like angels, but they were people yeah. basically that he brought into my life. One was a teacher um, that was my br- older brother's um, teacher, and she came into our lives and took us to church and and stuff. And then um, I met a neighbor lady and her sister, elderly lady, and they needed some help, so I helped them out at a young age. I was probably like seven or eight. Um, helping them carrying groceries and that kind of stuff. And nice. So they took me to church. Okay. And I know at that point I accepted um, okay. Christ um, and, you know, went to church with them. And then they ended up moving away. And, but, you know, I, that was kind of where I kind of got out of the church and learning about God. I had my Bible um, mm-hmm. that was given to me by the teacher. Um, and so I read that and knew God was still there, but kind of, you know, became a teenager and did, you know, some things that, you know, weren't exactly <laughs> good, you know, uh, started smoking cigarettes and and marijuana and, you know, doing some drugs that, you know, um, just kind of experimenting with that and, uh, you know, kind of went through that era in my life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, then uh, I met my husband when I was like eight years old. Um, oh. that's, and, a, that's, an, that's a young wedding right there. <laughs> you know, uh, well, <laughs> no, we just met and became friends. And uh, then we didn't start dating until I was like 15. Okay. And yeah. And when did you guys get married? How old were you? I was 18, almost 19. Okay. So we're going to be celebrating our 40th wedding anniversary wow. next that's month. That's so cool. Um, so yeah. And that's about how long I've not uh, used any type of drugs really? or smoked okay. cigarettes. Since you've gotten married. Yeah. Well, a little bit before that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's Amazing. been 40 plus years. Yeah. Um, that's a pretty good track record. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not to say that. You know, I haven't had other issues. <laughs> well, sure, I'll, I'll so, do right. You know, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, okay. So, uh, first of all, I gotta say, and thank you for saying what you said. You said I'm not really sure when I became a Christian, and I, I I appreciate that because I think there might be people listening, watching, who are going, look, I don't have this big story where you know the light shone down from heaven and you know the angels were singing and you know my life was like completely transformed in in a nanosecond. I don't have that story. And so is it real? And I think that, you know, when you look at the New Testament, the teachings of Jesus, it's like, do you believe? And mm-hmm. you can answer that question. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and I think that's what makes you a believer, right? Is if you right. believe. And so don't worry so much about that glamorous story as where are you right now with God and with Jesus specifically. So thanks for sharing that. I think yeah. that's really powerful. Yeah. yeah. So, well, when we... um 
my husband and I came to church um, with my mother-in-law, well, his mom at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so started going to church with her. And then that's basically when God delivered me from, you know, uh, marijuana. That was basically my God because that was what helped okay. me get through, um, you know, all the trauma that I'd been through in my life. And so, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, let's dig in a little bit to um, like the topic at hand in a sense, because you, you've been part of our Celebrate Recovery ministry for quite some time. And with along with your husband, Steve, and mm-hmm. I think it'd be helpful for us to know, like, how did you get connected to CR, Celebrate Recovery? Mm-hmm. So, like I said, we'd been going to church with Steve's mom, and then we continued on and, um, you know, went to youth group and um, kind of learned about God and what he, what his, you know, what he was like and um, that kind of stuff and what, you know we felt like he wanted us to do in our lives and um, went through that journey for a while, had kids and um, everything. And then we ended up at a church and had some uh, like, um, gosh, uh, like some hurts that happened there. And so um, my husband kind of, fell away from that, mm-hmm. uh, from church. Mm-hmm. And, um, I kept going and taking my kids, um, cause I knew that was where I wanted, that's how I wanted to raise my kids yeah. in, um, uh, with God's word and that kind of stuff. And, um, anyway, my husband at that point was drinking a lot, um, became an alcoholic, <laughs> um, and started drinking, um, every day a a lot Mm. um so uh eventually i ended up not going to church anymore my kids didn't really want to go much anymore and so um was it just because you were discouraged or yeah pretty much discouraged uh didn't feel like um there that i was being supported there Mm -hmm. um not to say that there weren't people still reaching out I, to I would us. Imagine, yeah, yeah, because we developed quite a few friendships there, and um, had lots of people I know praying for us and and stuff. And um, yeah, just kind of it was kind of a hard thing to, you know, the trust there had been broken. Yeah, and um, yeah, so. So yeah, we kind of started partying a little bit, um, and even at that point, my husband kind of stopped doing that. Even he was at home a lot, didn't want to go anywhere. Um, was basically a closet drinker, and uh, yeah, and so eventually we <laughs> had a conversation about. Uh, his drinking and some other things that was going on. And uh, he finally came to realize that he had a problem. And and uh, a friend of his at work um, invited him to come play guitar with him at, at a CR, which right? he didn't know. Um, 
it was a, oh, it was a recovery trick. place. It was a trick. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well kind of. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, he started going and, um, you know, he's always loved playing guitar. Yeah. And so, you he's know. fun to watch. Yeah. 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 So he. Um, so that was the, that was what got him involved. Yeah. It was an opportunity yep. to, to connect and serve well, in some way. Actually, he went just at the beginning uh-huh. to just play before the service, you know, got and um, then he decided to stay. He, you know, he got yeah. involved with his friend. His friend kind of told him what CR was all about. And, and I really believe that, you know, God was just leading him there because he had um, several like encounters where CR kept coming up and, and, um, God you know. is so good that way. Yeah. Isn't he? Oh I yeah. Mean, like when, when, when you need to be interrupted with grace, he is there to do it. You know, if you're paying attention and maybe you're watching yeah. right now and it feels like you're maybe been headed in a bad direction and, 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 you know, you might see these signs. If you're looking, you're going to see mm-hmm. these signs that, wow, God is really showing up. He's trying to, he's trying to move you back into a good place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you guys have been involved then in CR for how long? Like roughly? Well, um, so that, beginning was like 13 years ago okay um amazing and then yeah yeah and then you just you know you were involved and kind of growing through it um but then you know you you started getting involved in leadership and celebrate Mm -hmm. recovery and yeah probably about 11 years ago i guess um that we you know came here to this cr started getting involved and yeah we needed it yeah (laughs) because you know, eventually, you know, you kind of find out, you know, that you, I mean, I went to support my husband, but then eventually I found out that I needed help. Um, I had gone through, um, a growth group at our old church, um, about the sexual, um, uh, abuse and all that had gone through a growth group with that with some ladies and, um, so found healing, Mm-hmm. for that um but you know the you were ready to the, do more work right like, yeah. well and then yeah. you know that trust had been broken between me and my husband uh-huh. and so um had to kind of work through that process yeah and makes sense yeah. i know we see these amazing things happen in people's lives. what kind of miracles have you seen happen in people's lives as you've been involved now in this recovery ministry oh, so many <laughs> so many I see ladies that, you know, I've kind of helped uh, along the way that, you know, that are doing amazing things mm-hmm. um, in CR. And, um, you know, sometimes I think, oh, I'm not doing any any good, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, you know, years later, a few months later, somebody will come back and say, oh, you were you know, such an inspiration and, um, you know, thank you for being there, you yeah. know, and that kind of stuff. And, um, yeah. So you just never know what, you know, your impact is going to be, True. you know, so that's yeah. exciting. That's it exciting. is. Cool. And it's, it's amazing. Cause sometimes you see it and sometimes you don't, yeah. you don't see, you know, what you're, what your example is doing. Yeah, so. that's true. 
That's true. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get down real to the nitty gritty then, because the the question that I really want to get into is now that we all know kind of your journey a little bit, what this topic is about. We know it's easy to confess to God. I mean, at least mm-hmm. if you're a person who's watching this, you're probably somebody who's like got some openness about what spirituality is all about. And hopefully you've got an, an, a sense that God loves you and that uh, you're safe with God, that, that he wants mm-hmm. you to approach him, right? Yeah. Confessing your faults to another human, oh my gosh, it's petrifying. It's terrifying. It's, it, it almost feels like the world is going to end when, you, when you're in that position. And um, so what I really want to find out from you is, is if you're supposed to confess your faults to someone you trust, and if that is really... Uh, is that they say revealing your feeling is the beginning of healing. If if that really is true, that that's a path to freedom, and that's where you're gonna find the relief that you can't seem to get, and you're gonna you know get rid of that guilt. One, okay, how do you find a person like that that you can trust? Um. Well, <laughs> it it is a hard thing, mm-hmm. um, especially you know since I struggled with trust issues. Yep. Um. So. You know, going to CR, you know, um, being in the groups, you know, praying, you know, and asking God, you know, who, who can I trust? You know, um, in the beginning, uh, with some of the things that I was going through, um, the only person I felt like I could trust was my husband. And so my first step study, he and I know normally you don't do that. <laughs> he, you usually have a female, okay. but um, you know, or a male, depending on. Um, but he was the only one I felt like at that point when I'd gone through the steps that I could trust with some of the things because he's known, you know, my life. Um, yeah, because like, so it sounds like you're saying be 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 thoughtful about this. Don't just randomly pick somebody and and you know, dump your, your secret onto them and not knowing whether you can trust them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What, what makes up, you know, what mean, what makes somebody trustworthy as a confidant in this, in this way? Like, um, does it need to be somebody that knows you kind of well? I would say so. So yeah, getting someone that you have known for a long time Mm -hmm. that you can trust. Yeah. Um, so my second step study, I actually, um, was in, uh, a different group and the um, there was one lady from my first step study that I had kind of grown close to and uh, she was a counselor and so I was able to go to her and she helped me uh, through some mm-hmm. stuff and I, I felt like I could trust her um, and so that it was a lot easier. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. It almost sounds like maybe if you're in a position where you know you've got something weighing heavy on your heart, you need to get it off your chest. You want to to do this step of like, yeah, I need to I need to share this with another person. Maybe we ought to make like a short list of people that are possibilities mm-hmm. and, and and pray through that maybe. Mm-hmm. And then let God guide us to the right person. Right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. So that that's a, an important piece is finding that person you can trust. Um, maybe, you know, one thing I, I I would say that we could probably obviously look to is maybe they should be on the same page spiritually with you that, yeah. you know, you're, you're confiding in somebody that you can trust, not just because they know you, but also because you know their character a bit mm-hmm. and that, you know, it's somebody that you think is trustworthy, not only 
uh, in their lifestyle, but also that they can keep a confidence right? because that, uh, boy, that could really destroy this whole process. One of the things I appreciate so much about uh, the whole process of Celebrate Recovery is just how much confidentiality is honored. Yeah. And, you know, we're throwing out the word celebrate recovery a lot here, but it really is true about relationships in general is that they're only good to the extent that you can trust the other person with your secrets. Right. And, and so finding those people, uh, if you found them, it's a treasure. Yes. It is a treasure. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. The next one is, okay, you find that person that you can trust. That's not even the hard part. <laughs> the hard part is telling them. Mm-hmm. How do you do it? Well, <laughs> through Celebrate Recovery, they have <laughs> books that you go through okay. um, for your step study, and they ask you some pretty personal and uh, questions, and uh, so you kind of go through that. So you so it can be baked into that particular group, right? But what if you're not in that group and you're never going to be able to be in it? What What would you tell people that are like, okay, I think I found a person I trust. Now, what's what's the advice on ah, going through with it? I would just say, just do it. You know, okay. just just you know, make make the appointment with make whoever appointment. it is okay. that you feel like you can trust, and you know, kind of give them a heads up on what you know what you want to talk to them about, and and I'm sure once you find that person. Um, that you you will be able to just open up to them and mm-hmm. and uh, I love that advice. Just do it because it is easy to get stuck on. It's got to be the perfect time in the perfect place, perfect words, mm-hmm. you know, perfect temperature. <laughs> you can make all these reasons why it's not the right time, but you're just going like, just do it. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, cool. Yeah, awesome. And it's hard. I mean, it's it's not going to be easy. Yeah, you know, and you know, you're going to get nervous and, mm-hmm. and that kind of okay. stuff. And, and so what about this? Because sometimes you're ready to share something, but you're not ready to share everything. What would you say to that? Well, you can't do it all. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, we want to like, f- you know, fix it all at once okay. and, and that kind of stuff. But that's, I mean, for me, that would be way too much. Yeah. Um, like, in the beginning, God kind of helped me, you know, go through the sexual um, abuse and that kind of stuff at the growth group that I was in. And then, you know, another step study and uh, went through that with some other ladies about some other things. Um, and then so it's kind of like an onion and you yeah, peel back the layers and, um, you know, so a little bit at a time, you know, you don't tell an alcoholic to, if they're a smoker too, to quit both at the same time, that would be <laughs> way too much, you yeah, know? That'd be a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, for me, I quit smoking cigarettes, but I didn't quit smoking pot. Okay. <laughs> um, it was easy for me to give up the cigarettes, but well, not really easy, but it was easier <laughs> to yeah. give up the cigarettes and, and still smoke pot. But um yeah. Um, Do you think that we'll ever get to the point where we're we're done sharing and that there's no more layers to the onion? I don't think so, because um, you know I think God kind of gives us 
a time of refreshing Mm -hmm. after we've kind of gone through that. Okay. And then, uh, and then he'll bring up new things for us to work on, you know? Oh boy. You mean there's more? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But you know, it, it's good. Yeah. Because, um, it's, it's healing, you know, and, and God says he's not going to, you know, be finished with us until the day Jesus comes. That's true. And um, and that's where the hope is for me, is that someday I'm going to be with Christ. Mm. And, you know, I'm going to have troubles here. Yeah. But um, he's what I look forward to. Yeah. You know, and he's the one I can ultimately trust and, you know— even though there's times where there's people I can't trust here, I know I can trust yeah. him. And, you know, he helps me to remember that he's going to, no matter what I'm going through, he's going to provide a way out. Mm. Um, you know, and I just have to trust him and knowing that he's going to bring healing in whatever area I'm struggling with. Um, mm, that's so powerful. And I'm a crier, so it's a little tough for me to <laughs> me hold too. this back right now. But, but uh, thank you so much, Julia, for sharing and just for being so vulnerable and open with us. And, you know, I, we respect and appreciate your journey. And, and uh, though I wish there was a point where we could say, we're oh, yay, we made it. It's true. I mean, life is a big, long journey. And, and so the better we get at this, though, the easier it gets the next time, right? Exactly. Yeah. So I hope this has been helpful for you. And uh, if it has, do us a favor. Uh, we would love for you to subscribe to this podcast. We'd love for you to share it with somebody else. And we'd also love for you to swing by a Westside service on a weekend. You could do that either online at westsidecommunitychurch.com. Or you could do that right here in person at our campus in the Portland, Oregon area. But either way, we'd love to see you soon. Thanks so much for joining us for the West Side Podcast, for the Midweek Motivation episode, and we will see you again soon.